there was a problem, yo, I'll solve it. Word to your mother. This is a useless button. These buttons here, you ever do these? No, they, they're good when you wear a tie. I'm not wearing a tie. Hey, everybody. Thanks so much for joining us. I am Joe Gatto. I'm Steve Burns. Welcome to Two Cool Moms, where we solve everyone's problems. Everybody's. <laughs> I'm surprised we haven't heard from President Biden. Nope. From Donald Trump. They all want to call in. Mitch McConnell. We, this is for the people. Members of the Supreme Court. This is for fans, though. There's a lot of dilemmas out there. We're ready for anybody. Anybody, you're right. We're not just here for citizens. You're an athlete. You want to know how to break uh, the records? Talk well, to us. Don't talk We're to here us. for you. Because you're saying things like break the records. <laughs> like we clearly know nothing about sport. I have, although I do have football players you, on my shirt this week. This is a first. You see these? Well, you have a lot of cheerleaders. You have more cheerleaders. No, it's cheerleaders, dude. There's a couple cheerleaders. That one says team. The girl's doing a split. There's a couple cheerleaders, too. You have a lot it's of a cheerleaders. It's, it's, a, it's sport. a cheer shirt. This is my sport shirt. It's very jovial. Yes, thank you. How so are much. you? I am. You know what? I've been. I've been okay. Oh, I, I thought it was going to be. But we're down. What? What's? Do you need? Do you no. need help with a problem? No, I'm here to help other people with their problems because I clearly have it all figured out. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want? You want to get into it, or what do you want? No, I mean we should talk a little bit about something. Okay. Yeah. Hi. Uh, you. We know you played sports. Let's go. Uh, here's something for you. What? Okay. Good. Yeah. No, you got one. Go. Well, I was gonna say, what is your aversion to sports, and what's the closest you come to video playing games. a sport? What video games? Video but, games. But bowling two, was your. There's two sports that's that I'm. Uh, there's two sports that I am. I would consider myself competitive in: mm -hmm. volleyball and bowling. Okay, these are not sports. <laughs> Do you watch ESPN? Tell that to volleyball people. Well, that's... those are both Olympic sports, first of all. Okay, yeah, but w w I mean, when's the last time you watched it? When's <laughs> well, the last? Time? What does, does anybody... that have to? Watching it, yeah, have significant, yeah. That, like volleyball is something you played a picnic for the company. <laughs> no, that's badminton. <laughs> badminton's worse. That's what grandparents play yeah, in the terrible. backyard. Bad, oh, Badminton's great. It's, I, I love. You it. just you like that they call it. Yeah, it that's, that's fun. Hell it don't matter. It doesn't like, go anywhere. <laughs> it doesn't really go anywhere. You got plenty of time I, to hit the darn yeah. thing. Yeah, I would. I would say those are the two I was at. I had a volleyball net in my yard growing up, so my mm -hmm. mom would. Uh, always be like listen don't start a new game because we have to eat dinner and we would go to like all hours of the night like, volleyball's fun though volleyball. i like it volleyball's a good time beach volleyball i did beach volleyball great. too yeah i used to do the jersey shore we used to play beach volleyball me and my very cousin underrated because you're in the sand it's not easy not to easy. move around in. you yeah. know and that's where i had my true athleticism my young my young 20s mm. i was pretty good there okay yeah shirt off shirt on shirt off Shirt off. Lean, mean, spiking machine. Lean? Were you lean? Lean back in the day, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Lanky, when did it all... lanky, more lanky than lean. When... <laughs> when did it all fall apart? When did you start <laughs> putting on some? Bringing the luggage around. 28. 28? 28. That's when it happened? 28. That's when the like, metabolism stopped? No, that's where I was like, you know what? I'm going to eat more than I could burn, and I'm going to be fine with it. <laughs> and you're, you accept it? <laughs> no, yeah. No, I, I don't think... I Probably my early 30s... I, my, don't get it twisted, kid. I okay. still have a killer metabolism. I should be 450 pounds. The well, way I, I eat. do say, you eat. Yeah. It's my caloric else. intake is insanity. Yeah. Yeah. I I should be. I definitely still have a good metabolism. The problem is that you know there's only so much you can push metabolism. I think it's the desserts. It's that definitely desserts. Yeah. In the over the course of a day. Do you have a dessert after lunch? Well, no. Here it's not only desserts. I'll do second meals too. Like we got together for lunch. Yeah. And I had lunch already. Oh, because you know I want you to double alone. dip, so I had double dip. I have two lunches. You did it for me. No, I did it for me too. I mean, the pizza was delicious, <laughs> but I'm saying like if I did that, like or double brekkie, like right. I'll, I'll do a brekkie brekkie. Yeah, like okay. I'll have double breakfasts. You know, what I do uh, lately. I I don't know, but when I go to McDonald's now, 
or Arby's mm-hmm. or Burger King. Yep. I'll get my meal, my combo meal, and I'll get an extra sandwich. I've never done that before. It's only the last like two or three years. So what, what's the extra one for? Quarter pound for me. Right, but for when? Now. So then it's just part I do of the your quarter meal. Pounder, and then I see the crispy <laughs> chicken. I'm like, oh, that looks pretty good. And so I'll eat it, and I'll think I'll just eat half it. Right. But I don't. So the way the, the way you've expl- the way you set it up, you made it sound like it was for later, but it wasn't. It's just more of a meal. You're eating more. Is really what's happening. Yeah, it's bad. <laughs> I I do I do do that thing where it's like, oh, I should eat now because I'm going to be hungry at five o'clock. <laughs> like if it's three o'clock, I'm like, Everybody, oh, well, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna you be mean hungry. Dinner? I should eat. Yeah, yeah. right. I, I should eat now because I'm, I'm gonna be hungry. If I don't eat now, I'm gonna be hungry. But do you do, like when you're uh, out at dinner? Do you ever order two meals? Yeah. I've done that sometimes 100%. too. I'm like, why am I doing this? Live a life like, of ends, not ors. People, <laughs> you get yourself a little bit of the end. Yes, and yes, and buddy, ampersand. I'm always on the clock. Ampersand that shit. Boom. I'll throw it on there. And what? Ampersand. You know what ampersand is? No. What is that? It's, it's a little simple. It means end. An ampersand. Oh, 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 yeah. okay, okay, yeah. It. yeah, do it, Got baby. It. Okay, I'm gonna because <laughs> I'm good with an app. Yeah, I'll always you can always count on me for an app. Oh no, I I rely on you for an app. <laughs> Not only do I count on you, <laughs> I expect, expect it. it. Me and you, me and you, when we go out to eat, it's funny because you do this thing where I'm like. I'm like, oh, I'll order for everyone. And you're like, no, well, I want a, I want a California roll. <laughs> yeah, like you, get, you get super specific. And crab. Yeah, and, and crab. lobster. Yes, love and a miso. Sure. Yeah. It's funny. You're not a big order for everybody kind of deal. You like to be independent. I like what I want. Like my wife is very much like, hey, let's get, why don't I get a pasta and you get a steak and we'll split it. Splitskies. I'm like, how about you get you what you want and you leave me the fuck alone. Sorry, I, don't I dropped want that another pasta. I'm sorry. Uh, but I don't, I, I like, I want my meal. Yep. I want what I order and I'll have some of yours. But for family sure. style is such a fun way to eat though. When you're doing Chinese or Italian, 100%. 100%. Those are two, like, absolutely, whatever you put in front of me, I'll eat. Yeah, sure. Mexican's not really a family style besides a nacho. Like, that's a, a, an appetizer. Yeah. Like, but, yeah, family, I, I get you there. You know what's a sneaky good Mexican restaurant? Chewies. You Chewies. been to Chewies lately? No. They're starting to pop up everywhere. You been to che- Chewies? Oh, my God. Yeah? This is fantastic. Okay. Yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> I got to get up there on a Chewies. Next time I'm in the town, let's go to Chewies. Chewies is fantastic. They yeah. do. They do. You know the fajitas? You, the sizzling? You could just order the fajitas in a taco. They give you a hot fajita? It's sizzling? They give you the, they, they don't, oh, minus they all the sizzle, it. they Got just it. make it. And it's like, this is as good, but without a the presentation. Fajita. That's great. When I make, I love a, I love a build your own fajita plate. Oh, I love best. an interactive meal. More cheese. Yeah. Never enough cheese. Never enough. You get and to pick more sour cream. Bring me another side, please. Another yeah. side. I'll order two of them just so I use the cheese. The onions both. can stay there. Yeah, nobody needs those. More tomatoes, please. Yes, yeah, so if you can. I love a queso where you dump the tomatoes and onions in and you swirl it around. Don't scare me if a sliced jalapeno shows up. <laughs> I'm not gonna be scared about it. <laughs> come on, ding dong, come on in. <laughs> You're welcome to the party. Knock knock, who's there? Come on in. Alvinos. What's the secret? You <laughs> can come. I'm also not blocking the camera <laughs> and whispering into a microphone. <laughs> you know, we do get very excited to eat. We do. Uh, we do. I love I, eating. You know what? Here's the other thing. That's this yeah. is why we eat multiple times on the road. Your sleep schedule is different than mine, so I will go and have breakfast, and you'll you wake do, up like, oh, yeah, "Hey, yeah, yeah, did yeah. you eat yet?" And yeah. I did, and I'll be like, "Yeah, but I'll, I can eat again." And I literally just ate. Well, that brings us to our first question. Let's do it. Are you ready? Hold on, because I saw this. Do you want to go eat? Is that the first question? (laughs) Good morning, moms. What's for breakfast? Ah! So that's our first question. What's for breakfast for you? Avocado toasts. I love a fun avocado toast. Okay. I love a good avocado toast where I put on like a fried red onion, a sliced tomato, a red chili flake. I get a little little melted melted cheddar. Sometimes they go a little too much on the the, uh, chili flake. I only do, uh, do do it yourself. 
Yeah. DIY chili flakes. Otherwise, I don't trust you. And I also don't know where the things have been. I do this with the thing. You know what one of our friends does that really annoys me? What? When you're sharing, you're sharing the uh, in the little cup of the red the chili flakes. Right. Instead of doing it, they go. They do the pinch. Oh, dip it in. They do this. Oh, Jake's right there. You know who does it? <laughs> he did it today. Oh, at oh, lunch. oh, you. I was joking. He did it today at lunch. Oh, really? He, he went like pour? this. He goes, "I'm just going to contaminate this whole thing, and wherever <laughs> these have been is everybody's problem right now." And that's what he did. He had the balls to do that. I just had COVID and I took a shit. Sorry, guys. Do you mind? Chill, the chili will kill it. <laughs> this uh, is what I do because double dipping is yeah. a big faux pas, right? What I do is I'll take whatever I'm doing, I dip it in one side, bite, and then I'll flip it and take the other side and dip it. People think that's fine, and I'll tell you why it's not. How'd why? you pick up that carrot? You grab the end, you didn't dip. Then you take a bite, and then you flip, and then you put your fingers. You might as well just put your finger in the ranch and blast it up. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. Any part you touched on the thing is now all glummed onto the thing. So whatever you – none of your fingerprints are going to be in that thing. Mm. It's all bing, you and then it goes you on it. You have adhesive, like yes. Spider-Man-ish. Exactly. Okay, I see There's you. no fingerprints I in ranch. You. I see you. So it's gone. Yeah. So you're worrying about something that's not not even to worry about. Yeah. You know what the other thing that really gets me with people is the selectors. When is it like a crude Italian? They're like, hmm, which one do I want? Hmm, this carrot. And they dance with their fingers. Like with their fingers do the <laughs> oh, when they in. When they they're pick like, oh, it. This is it. Or they move one because they want the one underneath. Take both. Just eat. Eat it. Right. Yeah. What? One carrot doesn't taste better than the rest. No. Just eat both carrots. Well, some could be a little more girthy. Yeah, that's very true. And that, those yeah. are a good time. And everybody knows it. <laughs> What is your uh, breakfast? I don't eat breakfast. Oh, and there you go. I don't eat breakfast. It's not my thing. I never have been. And that's why for years I thought, well, I don't eat breakfast. I can have a late night meal. Yeah. But now I realized I can't do that either. So. <laughs> I never I never get as excited for breakfast as I do for any other meal, though. Like, I, I get excited for a lunch menu. I get excited for a dinner menu for sure. I'm over the moon about dinner. Breakfast I could care less about. Okay. There's a, there's a knock at the door. It's brunch. Are you letting it in? If you got a burger on the menu, okay, yeah. right, you're gonna go. To, lunch. You're gonna go to the lunch. I, I go want the, lunch. I go to the burr sometimes. You go to the burr. Yeah, I go to the burr sometimes. You're the guy that that you like McDonald's at 10:58. I like McDonald's at 11:01. Exactly right. I can't wait for McDonald's to go to lunch. Was man. that a great? That was that a great moment in your life when you could get breakfast at any time at things? Didn't even go to your radar for other people. It changed their existence. It changed their lives. That's crazy. Yeah. Although I will say, the McGriddle. <laughs> is a gift to humanity. I, Whoever invented yes. pancakes with maple that syrup technology, as a bun? That technology? What? Beyond and the me. sausage patty? And, and you tell me, and you tell me we still have cancer? And you tell me there's still cancer? Like you were able to do that? Get the guy who made the McGriddle, give him cancer, and say fix this, and he will. He will McGriddle the shit out of cancer. He'll give it him a cancer. Get a side of fries. But here's the thing for you. I just remembered when we had got one of our first, one of our first hangs was at the IHOP, and you ordered a burger, and it stuck in my mind. Everybody else was getting breakfast foods. Yeah. It was a late night IHOP. It was after uh, an evening of shows. Mm -hmm. We were on the with our with our respective cliques. We were yeah. out and about in the town. Oh yeah. And everybody at that table got breakfast except you. And I made a mental note of it, and it just came back to me right now. Really? I thought it was weird that you got a burger. You saved that information just for this podcast. Isn't that crazy? To bore people for two minutes. Wow. <laughs> and I've done it. <laughs> it's a lifelong dream. It. It's a lifelong dream realized. <laughs> No, I, yeah, if I have the choice between breakfast or, you know, the heaviest meal, I'll take the heaviest. Okay, thing. so your answer for what's for breakfast is nothing, and mine is avocado nothing. toast. Although I do miss a peanut butter crunch. 
If I were to go to a cereal, I'd go peanut butter the crunch right now. The most boring of cereals. Get the fuck peanut How dare crunch. you? No, I love what, peanut butter crunch. What's your... What's I your hate go-to? cinnamon toast crunch. Never had it. Good. Don't Not do my it. thing. What, what's do your it. cereal? Uh, my, my cereal for, well, growing up for a long time was Raisin Nut Brand. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Grandpa. <laughs> now tell me about it because you don't know what you're getting a mouthful of. And here's something else I like to do. I like to put granola in everything. Why <laughs> raisin? Nut, of all the boxes a kid can see, you got a frog. Like, oh, happy. You got a tiger. Yeah, you got a captain. Ahoy. You got the nut. And you got, no, raisin, no, you got two scoops. No, that's raisin bran. Don't you dare disrespect. What is that? That's wait, the sun, raisin bran. What's raisin, raisin nut bran. See, you don't even know what you're talking about. Pull your head but out of your ass. But it's still next hey, to the same do thing. Me a favor. Could you it's st- like Reese's. It's do like me this. a favor. Could you stand up because you're talking out of your ass and I can't hear you? Like, <laughs> I want to tell you something, okay? <laughs> you never even had it and you're chastising me. I don't need to have it. I'm just saying if you're a kid and you're looking at all those boxes and all the excitement and all the things, that's your morning paper when you're six years old and you go to a sunshine with raisin. I stopped by Tony. I saw what McRibbit did. What's his name? Ribbit, the the guy who for uh, Honey Smacks. Honey Smacks. I love yeah. the good Honey Smack. Apple Jacks was my favorite growing up. I'm talking blueberry? about blueberry, Frankenberry. Oh, don't even know. Marshmallow for breakfast. Get out of here. Lucky Charms, Blueberry. They could all fucking suck it. Whoa, no whoa, 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 Terrible. whoa, whoa. Any of those? Lucky Charms. Lucky Charms. No. Sucky Charms. Burn. Don't leprechaun. Be, okay. Yeah. All right. Raisin nut brand. Okay. Raisin nut brand. Great. Okay. You know what? what we're going to have What time was shuffleboard? <laughs> shuffleboard was at 1030. Oh, good. Okay. Did you make your time? I did. Okay. And we won that day. Captain Because I was all, I was all, I had my grapefruit juice and I had my. <laughs> <laughs> With a side prune juice and thick glasses. Yeah, uh, my so. dad used to drink prune juice. That was gross. Uh, raisin nut brand. Okay. okay. I did like it, Raisin Up Brand. All right, let's. Uh, I'm full of surprises. I know my body is more like my body looks more, looks more like a frosted flake than it does <laughs> a Raisin Up Brand. All right, this is coming to us from Young Gouda, uh, Fodro, I, I believe is this, is this person. Young name. Gouda. Yeah, that's the handle. It, that's the handle. But that's a, I think the name is Jesus. Fodro. Okay. Fodro. Okay. Joe, this is an emergency. Hmm. My three dogs will not stop chewing on everything. How do I get them to stop? They are destroying my house. I don't know what to do. Get that spray. What's the spray? They got the spray that tastes bad. It, it, oh, they I know. It's, it's, it, works, it smells yeah. like uh, Raisin Nut Brand. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Bang. <Yeah>. Burn. <laughs> uh, I will say, yeah, you get the spray. Make sure it's a, just a dog spray. You spray it. So my sister's Rottweiler did that for a little bit, and they had to correct it. So what is it? A, it like just a tastes horrible like, smelling. No, it just, yeah, it doesn't smell good, and it's it, to the taste, it's bad. It's like super. It's sour. It's like lemony. Okay. Yeah, I forget what it's called. But so dogs chewing on something, you just spray it. Just spray it. Yeah, it's the same thing. It's also, I think, it's the same technology that stops cats from, uh, mark, you know, doing that ass spray thing that they do, <laughs> their ass spray, marking so like, the territory. I know, like, if you're it's the same a pet owner and. Yeah, when you see a dog throw up or a dog take a dump or whatever, you're like, ah, oh, goddamn. If I saw a cat ever do that, just eviscerate a room out of its butthole, I'd be crying laughing. It's I would insane. not be able to the stop laughing. The noise that it makes, it's like a, it's like a when you pour the ketchup bottle out of the like that, but with a mist at the end. It's like a, you know, it's like one of those. It's like a waterfall meets a ketchup bottle, and that's what you're dealing with. How have people you have seen cats? this? I've, I've seen it. <laughs> I've seen it. I have a cat, and I want to kill it. This cat. Did it ever do it to your pillow? It, it doesn't spray anything. Okay. This is what it does. My daughter wanted a cat, so we got this cat. And I'm, I'm allergic to cats, but it's like this hypoallergenic cat. So we got this thing. 
It's so social. It loves my kids. I've never seen a cat like this. Oh, yeah. The kids will go to the bus stop. It'll sit at the window and look at them and meow. Okay. Aww. When they when it hears the bus, she'll come down and like sit at the window and meow and meow and meow. Or if they're outside on the driveway playing, meow meow. The the problem is, she doesn't stop meowing. It is nonstop. Mm. And I looked up things online. I have a question. If anybody How do you stop meowing with cats? this goddamn cat, because I dream of like choking it. <laughs> I've literally had dreams of like choking yeah, it. I'm it's... like, should I cut the, the, the cat's tongue? Like, I, I That's can't. not even a thing. You are sounding like someone needs to come and get that cat. You don't understand. You like, know what? It is constant. You know how you stop a cat do. from meowing is you get a dog. <laughs> you get a dog and don't get a cat because dogs don't meow. But dogs, that's a whole nother ball yeah, of wax. Yeah. There's a lot more complications. Lot. Cats, cat. cats, cats can be tricky because there's a lot of personality that comes with cats, which. Or none. Well, here's the thing dogs in my experience and what science has shown us are a little bit more trainable. Oh, here we go. Where we'll you can get science. Where you could stop them. Yeah. Okay, you from doing things. Them? Yeah, you could stop them from doing things. Mm -hmm. But or train them not to or whatever. Like but cats are just gonna do their thing and you have to accept it. So that cat's gonna be meowing and you you're the pussy in this situation. You just gotta sit there and take it. <laughs> I do. I do. And I, I don't know what to do because yeah. it is nonstop. It, I, I call my wife and I hear it and you could hear it like bellowing. Really? It it goes Oh and man! I'm like, oh God! I've been home and I want to kill it. That's like, so it's annoying. So annoying! It drives me crazy. In my yeah, life. I mean, leave the door open. See what happens. Let it go. Oh, let I, it go. I've told her many times. She's like, but if yeah. it goes, it's gonna come back. It's come back yeah. with fleas and everything. I'm like, just let it go. Maybe the fleas will it. stop it from. Yeah, <laughs> doubt it. It's, yeah. it's well, maybe somebody will write in and let you know. The kids love it. It's yeah. If you have, if you know how to shut a cat up. <laughs> Besides killing it, yeah. where I don't have to stop like, telling people you're going to kill this cat. It's I want to kill the it's cat. It's not going to be good. I, for I you. will never kill the cat because the kids right, love it. Right, but now this cat disappears. If something happens to this cat, if there's an accident, I'll take a bullet for society. It is a. If I happen to come to visit and, and the cat is not there, cat. it's like a really pretty cat. It's hypoallergenic. It's wow. hypoallergenic, like a like it's a blanket, like, like it's a duvet cover. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, I got the hypoallergenic one. What's the thread count on this? Yeah. Kitty? <laughs> I was like, oh, I bet it's. All nice. right, you ready? This is coming to us from Sierra. Sierra. Uh, okay, Mamma Mia one or two? I didn't even see two because I felt it was a disrespect to the franchise. <laughs> Wrap it up. Oh my god. Uh, um, Wait, you saw the first one? I saw the first one. Why? Meryl Streep. But you saw the trailer, right? <laughs> I saw the trailer. I'm okay. Like, did you up. see the Broadway show? I did see the Broadway show. I did see the Broadway show. See, I I think I my mother understand. maybe did, took me to the Broadway show. I think that's something I went with to my mom with my mom with. Yeah, I think it was around that long ago. I didn't so go. I was like, oh, to... I need to see this. Right. I think I got brought to it, and I'm pretty sure it was my mom. See my mom and my sister, but I think it was my mother. And that's that's the ABBA one, right? Yeah. And which I hate ABBA. And did you like the show? No. No? No, I didn't like the or show. Or the movie. The movie's okay. Movie's okay? Yeah, I didn't really mind either way. I, I have no I've noticed that musical movies don't translate for me. I remember okay, growing wait. up and loving West Side Story. Yeah. And then I can't I can't I did a rewatch. You I see Chicago? It. I did not. Oh. Look, I'm not I'm not one for like yeah, you know musical the, theater movies. But yeah. it, I, I mean, it's it's great. You know like, what I did it see? Looks though? amazing. You know what I thought was unbelievable was the Greatest Showman. I my my daughter likes all the songs. I've never seen it. I I can't see, see Wolverine. I That's was, Wolverine. I was the same. I way. I can't watch Wolverine. Look at me in the eyeballs. I was the same way. I need you. to watch Wolverine sing. Come on, you do. It's unbelievable. It's a great movie. I know he's fantastic on. You always hear yeah. he's great, but I just triple threat. 
Okay, I can't. Triple threat sings, dances, huge hog. <laughs> <laughs> mama mia. <laughs> mama mia, mama mia. <laughs> Let Hugh Jackman go. Um, I think I. Th- I, I will say uh, I didn't see La La Land either because I the same thing. I don't want to see it. I heard it wasn't great, but I want to see it. And I think Ryan yeah. Gosling, that dude, I'm telling what you. a dream. He is, I always thought, okay, he's a great actor, right? And then I saw The Nice Guys. Have you seen this movie? And he's funny? Yeah. It's like, you can't have that too, I man. I love him in the movie where, where he was the driver, right? It was called The Driver, wasn't Fast. it? Fast. Yeah. Was it, was it Fast or what was drive, it? Drive, drive, drive. That's drive. it, yeah. Yeah, I, I love that. I thought fast. it was really good that fast. <laughs> Dry fast. He was going fast. That scene in the elevator is unbelievable. I think he's oh. a great actor, yeah. He's really, really great. And I, after seeing him in The Nice Guys, I was just like, this guy should do more comedies. Yeah. Like, like grounded comedies. Mm-hmm. He's so... I implore you, if you have not seen this movie, watch it solely for the chemistry between him and Russell Crowe. Yeah. But he is hilarious. Russell Crowe, and he's not Russell trying Crowe to be. fell off for me. You got to watch Nice Guys. Okay. I think it's his last good movie. Really? Yeah. You like the like Beautiful so Mind? Good. I liked it, yeah. Mm-hmm. But then you read about, like, it's okay, yeah, it's, I get it's fictionalized or whatever, but, but you're still great in it. <laughs> okay. You get yeah. angry about it. Um, coming to us from Shane. Shane looks like an animal lover. Uh, hey, guys, love the show. I'm from the UK. I'll be flying out to New York for the first time at the end of May. I'm starting to feel nervous about flying, but also I'm excited to come to a huge, iconic city. Any advice? on what to do in New York. Shane from the UK. I'm sorry, I miss I misread the sign. I didn't know it didn't know if it said two cool travel agents. Shane? Shane, you have How the dare you. you have the internet at your fingertips. There's people talking about heartbreak. People talking about not knowing what to do with their parents and family that fall apart. People that don't know what to do with their jobs. They feel unsafe. You write in and ask me like I'm um, ask Jeeves to say, hey, where can I go to get a nice slice downtown? This is not what I'm spending my time on. You ready, moron? <laughs> Go see Hugh Jackman on Broadway. Okay? This is this is what you say. This is what you think the moms have time for. In all seriousness, they should go to that pizzeria though. What's the name of it? That pizza place. Oh, my pie. Go to my pie. My pie. Best pizza. It's been blowing up balls off here. And by the way, he's gonna come to, to New York City. He's gonna see a raised pizza and think, oh, I gotta get some real New York pizza. No. Nope. Go to my pie. My pie. It's on. Go to Joe's Pizza yep. down in the village. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's getting nods yes. from off camera. Yeah. What, what's your What's your pizza spot then? Linda's Tree in Brooklyn. Oh, you say Brooklyn because you just want to be cool. He, he doesn't know how to get to Brooklyn. Here. He's not going he's to Brooklyn here. This guy is. He's stop. a European. No, he's, he's not. A European. He's not going to buy. He's not going to buy some New Balance sneakers <laughs> and a nice sweater. Oh, yeah. While all you hipsters out yeah. there talking about the Vampire Weekend's new album, okay? <laughs> he's coming to New York to. To see some hot tail. To buy an iHeart New York Park. t-shirt. That's right. That's yeah. what he's going to be doing. He's going to Times Square. He's taking a picture with a dirty rodent. Yes. Right? I would, say go down dirty to Mo- I would say go down to Mulberry Street and stop in at a fine Italian couturia uh, <laughs> and, and get yourself <laughs> a nice pasta in Little Italy. There it's you go. It's very genuine. And it's one street now. That's it. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Little Italy was so much bigger when I was a kid. Yeah. It, they, yeah well, maybe it just felt better because bigger because you were smaller. <laughs> I just blew your mind, didn't I? <laughs> you did, kind yeah, of. Yeah. yeah. Um, but what, what, what's your what's your go to? You have to go to when you come to New York. I, I say the most un, one of the most underrated thing is the observation deck uh, at Thirty Empire. Rock. Thirty oh, Rock. Thirty Rock. I really? Love Thirty Rock. And across the street from uh, from the Empire State Building, there is a bar lounge called Twenty. 
25. What is that? Uh, that uh, That's on top of the Empire. See, Google it. See, I don't even know the name of it. I don't know why I'm answering this question. But there is a, we, we filmed there a bunch. It's a yeah. really cool spot. And you've got a great view of the Empire State Building and downtown and Midtown. 235th. Thank you. 235th. And the Rainbow Room's going too. 235th. I love. I think the Brooklyn Diner on 57th Street is one of my favorite. It's like yep. an old school chrome diner. Yep. Waiters have bow ties. Uh, they got a great chili. It's a, it's a bit pricey, but the aesthetic of it is great. And I'm telling you, if you ever come here in the holidays, go to the Brooklyn Diner for, for look, first off, New York City over the holidays oh, is the great. greatest yeah. place to go. Yeah. But they really go out with all the garland and the lights and they got the train going around. It's just a fun, like old school kind of spot to yeah. go get a bite at. But I also love uh, Big Nick's Pizza Joint. Uh, you know what? I also, I just remembered. What's that? We could probably stop talking about this because I think this episode doesn't come out till June. <laughs> oh. <Okay. laughs> He'll be coming, gone. He's going to hear all the places he should have gone. He should have gone. Well, no, he's, he's, he's probably coming here in the it's summer. the end of the May. He says yeah. the end of May. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! He's not, the first time at the end of May. Yeah, he's not gonna he's not gonna hear this until he gets here. To anybody, I hope coming your trip to New York was good. City. Anybody yeah. else coming? You should have gone <laughs> to all these places. Meanwhile, yeah. he went to Brooklyn. <laughs> he went to. There you go. There you Everybody's go. got their spot, right? It's true for sure. Everybody's got their spot. Sure. Big Nick's Pizza Joint. Did you ever go there, Upper no. West Side? No. Next to Grace Papaya, they have. You been there? Amazing. Oh, it, it, it's like a hole in the wall pizza place. It's kind of dark. They have a nice row of booths, but you get a personal pizza, oh, steak fries, and they would order it till five in the morning. And I would finish my spots at the cellar. I'd come home kind of blottoed. It'd be like four in the morning. I'd be calling them, and they'd be like, "No, we, we're we're done delivering now." I'm like, "Please, one more, one more. I'll tip. I'll tip twice as much, whatever." And they always did. Mm. They always came through. Steak fries, gyro, personal pizza, huh? And then I just. Shut her down. Close the coffin. <laughs> Twelve hours later. That's why you don't want breakfast. Two in the afternoon. Yeah, I wake up. <laughs> you still got calzone in you. <laughs> what do you? Like? What's your calzone. breakfast food? Gyro. What's your breakfast food? Gyro at five a.m. You oh, eat an early if I breakfast. Could, I would. Anything for lunch, I would eat for breakfast. But you're eating early breakfast. That's all you're doing. And then you're going to bed. <laughs> that is true. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> a calzone. Breakfast is your last meal of the day. I just blew your mind again. You did. You yeah. eat three meals but a day. It's... Lunch is your first, dinner's your second, and yeah. breakfast is Technically, your... it's breakfast, yeah. but it's not. There you go. Um, this is coming to us from Tim. Timmy. All right. Now, I'm going to have to say his last name. Oh, okay. Okay. Hi, Mommy's question for Joe. My last name is also Gatto. I grew up in Southern Connecticut. My family is originally from Martone Calabre... Calabria. Calabria, yeah. Calabria. Are we related, and can we count on you for Thanksgiving? Thanks for all the laughs. Uh, is that so? I know, like uh, the last name Byrne, O'Burn, uh, emanates from Wicklow in Ireland. There was a big clan of Burns that that originated out of Wicklow. Is that where the Gattos, or is I have is no it, idea. You have no clue. No clue. Okay. I know my father was from Naples. That's all I got. My father's side was from Naples. Napoli Don. So Tim cannot count on you for Thanksgiving. I don't. Th I don't think he can count on me for Thanksgiving, unfortunately. And even if we were related, mm -hmm. I'm probably not going to make it. <laughs> Tim, I'll come. Tim, the O'Burn will come. The O'Burn will yeah. come. I'll bring duck just like a. You, you know, story. I randomly. This was so weird. I randomly ran into my cousin yesterday in the city in Manhattan, walking out of the parking garage, 
And all the time I get Joe, 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 and I'm like, oh, you know, it's fan. I turn around and it's him, and I, and he goes, and I go, John. He said, yeah. And I said, oh my god, I'm gonna give a big hug, a low exchange numbers. And I was like, what are the chances of that happening? That's insanity. Sure. I'll be bumping into him, pulling out, walking out of the parking garage. And how long? In midtown. How long Manhattan. has it been since you seen him? Uh, Fifteen years. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Dude, get this. Oh, I think you know this, but Fort Wayne, Indiana, we finish we, we finish a show, we go to an antique store. I pick up a baseball glove, just pick it up, and it says Aaron Weber on it. I go, oh, I got a friend whose name is Aaron Weber. I just moved to Nashville. Aaron Weber uh, does a podcast with Nate Bargatze, great comedian, great young comic out of Nashville. I send him this picture. I go, hey, man, how, how funny is this? A baseball a kid's glove with your name on it. He texts me back five minutes later. He's like, I think that might be my glove. He I go, come on, man. How do you know, the handwriting? Come on, man. And then I get a text 30 minutes later. Um, my mom said that's her penmanship. I go, what? Wow. And then a half hour after that, his dad wrote him and saying, that's definitely your glove. So then I called the woman. They were closed because we had gone back, mm -hmm. and she was closed Sunday. And I asked her, and she sent it back to me, and I sent uh, – I, I bought the glove for him, and I sent it over to him. <sighs> And I gave it to him uh, last Wednesday at Zany's, and he was putting it on like, oh, my God. It was, that what are the is, chances of that, that dude? That is insanity. Isn't that crazy? We happened to walk into an antique store that had a baseball glove with this kid's name How on it. How long, and you're in Kentucky versus Nashville, so yeah. you're not even close. And, well, you're close, but still, you're in different states. How long do you know Aaron? Maybe a year. Okay, a that? year. A year, yeah. That's another even level. It's not even like he's a long friend of yours. Yeah. You just met him, and you're like, oh, Via stand up, right? Yeah, so hysterical. Is that wow. crazy? That is crazy. And he got his glove back. Uh, oh, I thought I thought the punchline was going to be that you kept it and had to catch them, and you wouldn't let him use it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you one thing I did that I that I thought was was kind of funny but cool was uh, my father had a baseball signed by autographed by Willie Mays mm. was young because you know back in the day you go to Yankee Stadium or whatever and yeah. just Stand you had there. so much accessibility or whatever so he had this baseball and I remember I was maybe six or seven and I asked my father I was like oh who, who wrote on this he goes Willie Mays he's like one of the greatest baseball players of all time I was like oh okay my dad goes to work I signed the baseball with seven-year-old penmanship so it says like backwards s it looks like a murderer signed his name <laughs> on on the baseball my dad came home he's like oh my god are you oh god and so that always kind of was like this joke in our house that there's the mickey man or, or uh, Mick, willie mays baseball and i signed it and ruined it right? right so years later i'm doing the tonight show and the bookers know i'm from pittsburgh they're like terry bradshaw's on the show tonight i go oh my god this is so cool and they're like uh, do you want us to order you some footballs and you could have him sign it for you? I go, great. So then I, I have this white football and I bring out a Sharpie and I tell the story about Willie Mays and I go, I go, I want to make it up to him tonight, Mr. Bradshaw. Do you think you could sign a football for my father? And Terry Bradshaw's like, of course, I'll absolutely sign it. And I go, and I go, and I'm here on the Tonight Show. I finally made it. I got to sign this myself, right? Ah! So I signed the football and the whole thing. I was like, no. <laughs> so I gave the picture to my dad and it's sitting, uh, or the, the football to my father and it's sitting uh, That's in the living room. It's pretty cool to see Terry Bradshaw and Steve Byrne <laughs> next to the Willie Mays and Steve Byrne. So I ruined two of them. <laughs> so you basically just ruined things that are yeah, worth yeah, 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 yeah. by putting your name Completely, on Completely, yeah. Worth nothing anymore. That's really funny. That's really funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good opportunity. Um, all right, Tim. Sorry. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy holidays yes, to you. Yes, we're all family here, Tim. This is coming to us from Hope. Mm. Okay. Are you ready for this? I'm one? ready for this one. We're buckling in. Hold on. Okay. 
over the shoulder. It's good. <laughs> Ready to go. Pump the break. All right. Hi, mommies. Do you think? Do you think you would ever make the show longer? The shows guy go by so fast, and qu- and I quickly gobble them up, and then I'm sad when they're over. That's from Hope. Well, Hope, I love you, but we hear a lot of the opposite feedback where people wish the show would be way quicker. So people are throwing it up as you're gobbling it up. But we appreciate it. So gobble up their throw up. up. Yeah, I know you get it. Uh, Yeah, you know what? Why don't you watch it on YouTube and then listen to it on, it's a double an episode, right? Listen to it on your favorite podcast stream, you know, Apple Podcasts, whatnot, and then watch it on YouTube. Well, you could also go back to You Seem Cool episodes oh, that that's you have true. here. That's true. Or there's a lot and of there's YouTube good channels. Ones. There's a lot, a lot of, of good stuff content A lot there. of good stuff. And then uh, you could do your comedy pinata as well, right? We don't talk about that here. Yeah, I know we shouldn't. We don't talk about that here. But um, I, think, I think we're kind of in the wheelhouse of an average length podcast. Yeah. I yeah. think. Sometimes we go a little short when we feel like we've done enough. When we're spent. Spent. When we gave it all. When we gave a lot. We gave I did a lot. It. We're comedians, what do you want though. From like, me? We always want to end on the high note. So exactly, when we feel yeah. it, and sometimes it comes earlier than others. Right around the 40-minute mark, we're, we're like, like oh, we're going to get the light sooner. There right? it is, right? There's just a red light. We stand up, so we need, we know by the light. Hope that's that's a very kind uh, sentiment to pass along, though, and I definitely appreciate that's it. That's super so. sweet. Hope you should sign up for our Patreon where you could get extra content. Do we have extra content? No, we don't. We should do that. <laughs> we don't have it? We don't have it. Okay. All right. Well, Hope we'll let you know when that happens. Hope all the best to you. Um, this is coming to us from Seth. Hi, mommies and mommettes and all other mother figures. Very, <laughs> Very inclusive. Nice. I like Very that. Nice. I like that, Seth. Okay. Seth. I am a drummer from North Carolina, from Charlotte, North Carolina, and I'm trying to figure out whether or not I should go to music school. There are many uh, opinions on whether or not it's worth to go to school for music or whether you should just move to a vibrant music scene and try to play with everybody everybody possible. I know this isn't your wheelhouse, but I'd love to hear your opinions. That's very, I, I, I agree with that. If they had like a stand-up comedy school, like a two-year program, which I'm sure at some point somebody's going to do it. It's you know I, I would I would highly advise against doing that. There are there are stand-up school. There are writing schools, stand, writing for stand-up like yeah. courses and things that you could do. I'm always experience over education. I'm always I, I completely. Agree I think with you, you got to go in and immerse yourself with and and hang out and be around people that are better than you. This is one of the reasons why I I. Uh, I when I started my solo career, mm-hmm. I was touring with Steve Byrne and with Mark Jagardian, Jiggy, yep. because they're two very funny stand-ups that I admire. Right, and I was always wanted to surround myself with people that I feel like I can either learn from or watch and do better. Mm-hmm. And I think that really has helped me along the way. So I think you need to be with people that you think are either as good or better from, than you and you could learn from them yeah. and take feedback from them. Be open to feedback is a huge thing. With music, it's a little different, of course, because like, you know, you either got it or you don't, I think. Um, but I think always experience. Being around people that make you, you know, surround yourself with people that are good or better is always the way for me. Yeah, I think music, there's always this correlation between music and comedy. And with comedy, at least, you know, when you go to the cellar or you go to the stand or whatever, you go see a showcase show, you're going to see six or seven different variations of stand-up comedy, right? But if you go to a jazz club, you're hearing jazz. If you Mm -hmm. go to a rock club, you're hearing rock. So I think to... To him, I, I I would I would suggest w- what I don't know. I, I always heard like in music that everything emanates from jazz. Like if you can play jazz, you can do anything. anything. That's why like Lady Gaga and Amy Winehouse uh, studied as jazz singers first, and then went off into you know pop or whatever. So 
Uh, but that's just what I've heard. I, I would assume that you know of a hell of a lot more about the trajectory than you, I do. You're right. There's not as much uh, variety when it comes to music because when you go to a venue, that's the type of music people are playing. The only thing that comes to mind, which isn't the right way to think, but the only thing is like one of the, those uh, jingle ball concerts or any of those kind of right, one yeah. of those you know festivals that have multiple types of artists. Yeah, you get a hip hop artist or whatnot. But there's not. If you go out to hear music, you're hearing that type of music. Yeah. So I, I'm just thinking if you're immersing yourself <laughs> into a scene. I would, I would think that you would want to be a part of multiple scenes mm -hmm. as opposed to one scene, unless that is your absolute forte. But I so mean, so you're saying you got to do a, a, a big city that has multiple scenes? Then I think so. Like New Orleans is like pretty heavily jazz. Nashville is pretty heavy, you know, and Austin are pretty heavily country, right? So country, but the, also all the studio musicians are are booked out of there as well. Yeah, that's true. But New York, you have many different scenes, right? Chicago, so you, you see Detroit. so many documentaries on on bands and you always hear about somebody making an impact in that local scene and then everybody kind of wanting yeah. to work with that individual. So I think you want to be the best you can, obviously. They might also know what type of musician they want to be right now. Like they right. love jazz music or rock music, then you need to go, you know, to Detroit Rock City or. <laughs> yeah, I think if you want to be in an orchestra, I, I think the degree is probably more applicable. I, I'm speaking out of like my ass yeah, right now because I of course. really have no idea. But I, I agree with you. I think as as two guys that just packed a suitcase and moved to a city saying, I intend to do this, yeah. I think experience and, and everybody I know that's that's done this professionally, nobody's really studied it. They just yeah. did it. I will say the one thing that made me feel do uh, be better at my art. Mm -hmm. is editing class. I took a six-week editing class right. to learn how to edit. Right. We were doing the Tenderloins videos back in the day, and Murr had taught me some stuff, and I was like, there's probably a lot more to learn here, so I'm going to take a course. Right. So I took a six-week course, and it taught me so much about timing, comedy, how to create a story, and all that. I feel like that is the only class that ever paid off for me. And I've also taken screenwriting yeah. class and doing other stuff, and I don't feel like any of that has paid off. I think that there, but that, like you're saying, is similar like to an orchestra where it's technical. I feel like it's a little bit more technical, yeah. right? Because you're playing like you got to know how to play the Mozart song and whatnot. It's a little bit more of a different aptitude. So for me, I, I will say that's probably the exception for the rule for me. Well, to your point, when I was when I had my show on the air, Sullivan Son, and we had to watch audition tapes, right? I learned so much more about acting doing that. I learned so much more about acting editing the film, the opening act. Mm -hmm. Like when I was watching the 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 roughs and we're putting the scene together, you're just seeing how to act, right? And how, I don't know, it just like, for me, it was like, oh, that's how you do it. And I was on a show <laughs> and I, I did it. And, and through that experience, I was like, oh man, there's so many other things I would have done in terms of tempering down or whatever. But I, I think what we're trying to say is that it's not just one thing. No. You're not just there to drum. You know, I think any door that opens along the way, take the opportunity to experience it because it's only going to make you a better performer. I remember listening to Wayne Gretzky talking about playing hockey, and he's just like... I thought they were going to say playing trombone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but he, he's like, I play tennis, I play baseball, I play this, I play that. And all those sports help me become a better hockey player. It's not just being a great hockey player. So for, for me, at my point in my career, I wish somebody had given me Save the Cat five years into doing stand-up comedy. It, it might have changed the trajectory of my career because I never in a million years would think, oh, I could write a screenplay. Mm. And now now it's like second nature to me. Now it's like after having written four or five, it's like, no, now I know how to do it. Yeah. And it, and it never would have happened if I just allotted myself the opportunity to go, oh, somebody opened a door for you here. 
are you just going to be this or do you want to do that? Because then when I do that, that at the end of the day makes me a better comic in terms of my writing and, yeah, and anything course. else. So I, I would suggest as you take your journey as a drummer, um, that if, if there's any opportunities along the way to create a jingle or yeah. do some intro song for somebody on YouTube, it's like all those little things will, all the experiences will make you a better performer. For sure. Yeah. Great advice, mommy. I am gas. <laughs> <laughs> These two cool mommies love you, so show us some love. Please rate us, review us, follow us on all social media, and subscribe to our YouTube.